Ready for anything. What's going on, everybody? What's up? What's up, guys? How you doing? Welcome to the new podcast. It's Corey Royson. And this is Nathan Payne bringing you another episode of Wholesaling, I guess brought to you by InvestorThrive.com. What is Investor Thrive, Corey? They, if podcast could... about wholesaling. That's right. About how to improve your real estate and personal life. Check out InvestorThrive.com. We got some free courses on there on how to wholesale, JV, analyze deals nationwide. We're here to you know give you that content for free. So anyway, um, what are we going to talk about today, Corey? What's this episode about? Yeah, today we want to discuss a little bit about the nationwide model versus just being a local wholesaler. Kind of the pros and cons. Um, we've done both, so we want to talk a little bit about our experience with both ones and that's right, yeah. And what it what it looks like. So I guess let's let's dive into it. Let's just get into it. So we right now we've uh, when we first started wholesaling, we were uh, just in Utah, right? That's all we did. Yep. Um, we would go on appointments. We, I don't even think we thought about nationwide. We didn't even know it was possible. Yeah, I mean it seemed impossible. Yeah. And then me and you, we used to just go on the appointments ourselves, you know, and that's yeah. when we got d- deep into Franklin Covey, John Martinez, all this training because we're Sales like, yo, training, yeah. we wanted to get really good on appointments. And then, you know, leads got more expensive in Utah. I guess our marketing wasn't that on point or we just weren't willing to pay what it took to compete out here, which yeah. is, you want to, you want to cost a lot to get leads here. Yeah. And I'm assuming it costs a lot to get leads pretty much anywhere. At that point, we just didn't realize what we had to do, you know, to get yeah. leads. So we decided to go nationwide because we heard, you know, the leads are a lot cheaper. And so we do- we dove into that. It's been about a year and a couple months since we've done nationwide. And, uh, you know, we, we still do it. Um, but there are pros and there are cons to nationwide. And there's pros and cons to uh, being a local wholesaler. You you mastered and you're only in one market. So let's talk about... <clears throat> I guess let's talk about the pros and cons of nationwide, and then we'll compare it to local. Okay, so pros, the pros, I'm just going to rattle stuff off because I didn't write this down, but the pros of nationwide is uh, you get to uh, try and understand multiple markets and see other, you know, what what other markets like, you know, Tampa, Georgia, Atlanta, you know, Birmingham, you get to see other uh, markets, even small towns, and, and what, I guess, what properties they're selling for all over. And that's kind of cool to see. It's just interesting. You honestly, you feel like when you first do, you feel like a, you're a baller, you know, you, yeah. you feel, you feel like you're doing something. You're like, hell, I can do this anywhere in the world, you know, anywhere in the nation. And I can do it for my, 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 sitting in my pjs like these people don't sitting in bed sitting in bed like that's cool you know that you can do it anywhere and you feel like you you don't have limits you know when you're on a just in your own market you kind of feel like maybe you've tapped out your your market which is probably never true um yeah i mean we ran some numbers today on salt lake yeah what what were they so roughly i mean this is like estimation based off like percentages like that people have done the research, but I, they say like anywhere between 15 and 24% of deals are sold to investors. And so in the Salt Lake and the surrounding counties that we live in and operate in, that equates to roughly like eight to 11,000 deals a year, which is 700 to 900 deals a month. And we're, and we want to, we, right now we're, we're doing, doing about, before we stopped doing it, we were doing like one to three, sometimes four, right? Right. So right. we are doing a less than one percent yeah of the deals somebody's swallowing those up yeah i mean it's it's a variety of people right right i mean that's so we left because mainly because it was the leads were expensive but um i don't know why we got on that do you remember why you shared that statistic we were talking about uh like getting leads anywhere right yeah and how like you might feel like you've tapped your market out so you feel going nationwide like there's an unlimited amount of leads so that's that's the pro is like mindset wise, you feel like there's an unlimited amount because there is there's an unlimited amount in your network, your market, you know. Yeah, I so, mean, if you did even ten percent of your local market, you'd be crazy. Be crazy, right? Yeah. Good luck, right? So I mean, you can, but anyway. So yeah, the nationwide is another pro. I think, and the reason we got into it is like the cost per lead. Yeah. So like the cost per lead is is really low. Like we're spending, um, what fifty bucks? 
when we first started a lead nationwide versus like a couple hundred bucks in utah right which sounds great um but you know there's a lot of challenges that come with nationwide you know you're you're it's not getting the cons yet yeah that's true so the pro we'll is in a minute. is the 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 cost per lead but that i guess that comes with a con right yeah so you you can work from anywhere I think I already said that, but again, let's talk about how you can run a sales organization from like from home. You, I mean, everyone can work online virtually. I mean, that was really pretty cool with COVID. We were everybody save was, time, not going on appointments. Save time, not going on appointments, which is you know we're learning might be a double edged sword. But yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't. It's pro and a con. It's a pro and a con too. So um, again, we do nationwide. We're not like knocking it, but I think it's it, it's time to be a little transparent. You know. Uh, for people that are brand new starting, I mean, we've been doing it for a year and a half. Like maybe there's some people that have just na- nailed it and just have it the thing, the process and the systems just nailed nailed down. But um, in all reality, the pros are leads are less expensive because you're targeting a larger area. A, you can work from anywhere. You can work from home. You don't have to dress up to go to work because you're just on the phone the whole time. If you do a Zoom call or want to meet with them virtually, then you I mean, may, you might not even care if you dress up. But you you can. It's Makes more you casual. Feel like you have more opportunities available to you because I mean you have the whole country, right? Right, right. And uh, what other pros are there? Um, you can work in an office with everybody, and everyone can stay there. Yeah, um, local though. Right, if you do local, maybe people are in and out more going on appointments. But I guess everyone's there um, at the office. And, and, and by the way, it's not just an office. You can you can work at home and stuff. You can like our one of our sales guys works in his house because he's not yeah. here locally with us. Um, are there any other pros you can think of? Cheap leads and n- not go anywhere. Not really. I mean, my wife likes the the model because then, you know, we could eventually work, you know, if I want to live in Canada for a couple months out of the year, I can live there, right, and still do my job. So it's that's a pro, right? Like, you could do it from anywhere. Um, yeah, but I mean, even that's that's like almost, that's not quite nationwide versus local. That's more like virtual versus well, in person, right? But isn't that kind of the same thing, virtual? No, I mean, you could do virtual in your own market. It's very true. So... So that's like a, a high, it's like a middle ground. You can do virtual in your own market and just tell the people like, "Hey, I live there. I'm just not there right now." Yeah, or yeah, I mean, I think it's like being in one market or being in like technically every market, right? Nationwide is being in every market. Mm-hmm. Like whatever markets come in, right? But local, you're targeting one specific market. So whether you live there or not, I don't think it matters. Okay. I'm trying to think. There's got to be more pros than just cost per lead, and you can work more conveniently at home, and, and you don't have to go drive. I mean, driving time, right? Like going to appointments is that's a that's a pro that you don't have to do that. Like, and you know, go gas money and maybe get stood up by some sellers. Like, you call them and they're either ready to go or they're not. But once again, I mean, that's like that's not necessarily nationwide. That's virtual. Mm-hmm. So we got to separate. Well, usually if you're nationwide, you're getting leads, and yet you can't get to, so you're Well, virtually. yeah, I mean, you can't go, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, in your local market, you can still do a virtual model and not go on appointments. So we're talking, okay. So I guess I'm I'm thinking virtual. So you're kind of mixing I'm it, mixing right? virtual and nationwide. I think they go hand in hand, that's why. Well, obviously nationwide has to be virtual, right? Yeah, so that's why I'm talking about it. And that's one not of the pros. Net, I think to separate, like, the pros and cons versus nationwide like the main pro is that you can get leads cheaper because you're broader targeted and there's just there's like more opportunities right like you could find you know niche areas that maybe aren't as targeted as like the areas you live in that's true we found a couple markets that we feel are like pretty solid because it doesn't seem like there's a ton of competition there but we would never live there yeah right okay yeah. so virtual all right so that's not a very long list of pros no it's honestly it's a lot harder like we talk about this all the time like we do a lot of work yeah in the nationwide model like it's a lot of calling it's a lot of phone time it's a lot of uncertainty it's a lot of trying deals mm-hmm. it's a lot of stuff right so let's talk about the cons then 
And this isn't to dissuade you from doing it. You can do whatever you want. And we're doing it, but we're constantly analyzing our business and seeing what's the best option. And, and, and during COVID, probably was a great option. Not saying it's not a great option, but it probably was a better option just because of, of the virtual. People didn't even want you going there. But now like think that's kind of like um, maybe meeting with sellers and stuff like that is not you know that scary anymore. Um, the people that are doing it are probably getting an edge over the people over the phone, you know? Yeah. So, so let's talk about the cons. So I'm in the acquisitions part of the business and the, what I'm seeing is the people that, um, are in their own markets, they understand their market like really well. They've mastered their market. And if I get a lead, even in like Dallas, I don't really know Dallas that well. I know it's hot, but I don't know that like that street, that area. Like if you gave me a lead in West Valley, I'd say, oh, in Salt Lake, I'd be like, oh yeah, I know where that is. That's that's a freaking deal. I know I know Jim. Me and Jim are tight. I think he'd yeah, want you it. Know, you know, general ideas of prices in your area versus like Dallas. Like you someone can, you wants can, a house, someone wants to sell their house at this price in this area. Like it doesn't right. mean anything. So the con is not being a hundred percent. You know, knowing the area. Yeah. Like wherever you get the lead, you're, you're like unsure. So when when you do uh, nationwide and, and virtual, you're like kind of have to just get it at a freaking great deal or you're not sure. Like you can run comps, you can run PropStream, Zillow, you can do all the comps, but like you're never really 100% sure. Maybe if you make some calls, but then that's like different. You're still, you're, you're taking time versus if you knew, right? You haven't mastered the market. You know, we're talking to Jerry Norton today and he says he even... You know, he doesn't mind doing virtual uh, for one, a uh, couple of markets that you've mastered. Like he's, I think he's from Detroit and he's in Puerto Rico and he's lived all over, but he's done deals there. So he knows the area like the back of his hand because he's done yeah, tons of like deals there. Area, right? Yeah. So that's, um, that's one of the cons for acquisitions is you just don't know. Yeah. I mean, the cons seem like they're way more than the pros for nationwide. Yeah, and, and, and we're actually... I guess it's like the magnitude of the pro or the con, right? Like how... Yeah, like we're, we're actually going to Sean Terry's mastermind. And he's we joined his mastermind because he is nationwide. So we're going to kind of talk... he does to, really well at it, right? He does really well at it. So we're going to talk to him more about it because, it, you know, it's possible that, you know, we haven't... We're not perfect at it. We've been in it for a year, you know, and, and we make money and we do deals. But, like, maybe there's a couple things we could tweak. But let's keep talking about the cons. So the con is not knowing the area. Uh, con is, you know, not building amazing rapport with the seller as you could if you were in person, because, you know, that's just how it is. People don't really know who you are. I have built, I think I build amazing rapport on the phone. I even jump, jump on zoom calls and people trust me, but you know, not, let's just talk about the numbers, right? Okay. So we just talked to, um, another one of our mentors who is just in like local you call, markets. You call him one of our mentors. I yeah. He's, know. he's tight. Yeah, he's awesome. And, uh, you know, he's helped us out a lot. So, you know, that's why I call him a mentor. But he's in a couple markets, right? Like, they're market by market, right? Yeah, they, they only he's do in grown. person. Like, he started out in one market, grew to another market. So they do all their stuff in person. So their leads, they close one out of eight leads. One out of eight. One out of eight leads. That's unreal. That's incredible. Right now, we close one out of 90. Nationwide. Yeah. So we're doing all that work with 90 leads to get a deal. He does all that little amount of work. He does go on the appointments, so Mm -hmm. there's some driving, but way less work to get a deal with eight leads. And you might say, hey, hold up, you guys suck. You could do one out of 90. And it's like, that's not... We don't suck, and necessarily, it's just... It's not far off the nationwide average, though. Yeah, I mean, you, you might talk to somebody... Sean Terry told us he does one out of 60, and, you know, if that's what he does, then he, he's obviously got a more dialed-in system. But one, 30 leads difference is not that... That's not that big of a difference, right? No, it's still a lot of work. It's still a lot of work, like one out of 60 people. And uh, and the reason why is nationwide, you got to scrap, like, 50% of your leads. Yeah. Like you, you got you get areas that are outside of metros. No buyers. There's just so many like issues. Like one of our biggest things we face is title issues, right? Yeah, but that, is that because it's virtual or nationwide? I think part of it is. Why? Like, 
I just think like if you're if you're local to the title company, you have a relationship with the title company because you yeah do deals with them over and over again. But but a lot of people I think they solve help you that. push those through. But yeah, but a lot of people solve that by closing all their deals at one title company and getting that relationship nationwide. Yeah, but that's been hard too because they don't care about they, they haven't like do cared about us, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you just got to show them that you can get deals done. I guess. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Is like it's hard to get deals done. The deals that we've tried to close with them have had title issues that we can't get through. Yeah, and I guess another thing is the buyer wants usually wants to dictate the title company they close at because they're paying the closing costs and they want to feel comfortable who they're working with. Like, have you ever had a buyer that's like, I want to close with my title company? And you're like, nah, you're closing with ours? Yeah, I mean, we don't have one, so. But do you think they'd have a problem with that or probably not? I think if you're serious about closing with yours, I think you could get them to do it, but we don't have one, so it's kind of like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway. So I think like going back to the numbers, one out of eight, we close. All, and by the way, like so deals that come in, right? So contracts, once you guys get a contract and acquisitions, mm-hmm. you send it over to Dispo. Right. They close almost all their contracts locally. And when we did it here in Utah... We closed all we of our... We closed almost... I can't think of any that we didn't close. There might have been a, one or two, but... Okay. We closed almost everything. Right. That we got under contract. Nationwide, we closed one out of eight. So every eight contracts, we closed one. Seven, we have to scrap. And that's because we couldn't find a buyer or title issues. And there's like at least 30% of the houses we put under contract na- nationwide have title issues. So yeah. you almost need like a savage... We got over a hundred k at title and title issues that we're trying to figure out right now. Get to get closed. Yeah. So, you know what? I I I personally believe nationwide works if you're willing to put in the money to get the leads. Like if you you're willing to spend the the thirty to fifty to eighty to a hundred thousand a month, then it's like yeah, then you're gonna have enough opportunities. You're gonna get that low hanging fruit and the people that you can just push through because. You know, if you talk to someone on the phone and they're not ready to make a decision right then, you got to nurture them, and that leaves you know the opportunity for someone else to come in and. Well, that just adds on to the work, right? Right. If you're nurturing ninety leads versus, you know, the one, so you close one out of eight, you get nurture seven. Yeah. You close one out of ninety. You nurture, nurture eighty nine. Those, those are his numbers, right? Like that's not not everybody on we were, this podcast. I think we were close to that though. But not everyone on this podcast is or that does, um, you know, in their market is is doing one out of eight. Yeah, that's freaking amazing. That is great. Well, he said let's, let's, you said one out of eight leads. Yeah, let's say one out of twenty though. I don't Still. know if you're doing one out of eight leads i mean that's what he's saying but that's freaking amazing like is that cold calling leads like cold calling leads you ain't closing one out of eight cold calling leads all kinds of different leads texting cold calling facebook ppc i'm I'm starting to think that's a little too good to be true to be real one out of eight texting leads i meant you send in i mean it depends on what you count as a lead well, I call I count a lead as anyone that go comes through and said yes, I want to well, sell. I guess we need to clarify with him what he counts as lead. But when we did it back in the day, we were probably somewhere one out of ten. One out of ten leads. We didn't get that many leads. Yeah, I guess we'd have to look at the numbers. But let's say let's say it was one out of twenty. Yeah, still I mean, it's obviously better. But I I just don't think it's that low. I mean, for us, if we went back if it's into that it, because like. I'm not saying that everyone will hit one out of eight, but one out of 20 is still like significantly better than one out of 90. Yeah. And, and by the way, he, he does go on every appointment, right? So that's one out of eight. Those eight leads, I'm sure all of them had an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> Elite. Well, and I think that's why he closes so many of the leads. Yeah, it goes on appointments. Because he's face-to-face. So, okay. So Khan is, um, let's keep going. What have we already said? Con of uh, nationwide. Well, let's let's go back to it even further. So one out of ninety, right? One if you nine. need ninety leads to get a deal, that means you got to do a lot. You got to get a lot more leads, right? We do four to five deals a month right now. Mm-hmm. If we want to get to ten, we need to like double our leads. So right now we're getting like four to five hundred leads a month. Right. We need right. to go double to get like a thousand leads. 
Which isn't crazy. I mean, it's just a lot of work. It's not crazy, but it's a lot of work, a lot of money. A lot of calls. Where, like, he's spending, it sounds like he's spending, like, a couple thousand per deal because he closes so efficiently, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean. And he, that's, I mean, that's what he said on the call today, too. That's amazing. I mean, that's how he's, like, seven, eight, nine X in his money, right? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people have tried the nationwide model, and because they're not willing to spend as much as it really requires to get as many opportunities as you need to get deals, they, they, they go back to their, their markets. And I think you need less leads to be doing deals in your own market. So con takes more work, and you got to spend more. And that's not necessary on the spend more. Yeah. Spend more is seems like you would spend less, but we'll uh, we'll update you guys as we do more marketing here in Utah. Yeah. So right now, what we're gonna do, um, what we're personally First, doing, before our we talk about what we're gonna do. Okay. Let's talk about local now. Pros okay. and cons. So cons of local are a lot of competition. I mean, you in the mailers, if you send out mailers, for example, every local wholesaler's got that Depends list. Depends on your market, right? But like if you're in a big market. Like Arizona, like right? Phoenix or Salt Lake or Denver or LA or the Texas cities. A lot of people go nationwide because they're tired. I mean, Sean Terry told us he, because the marketing was so expensive in Phoenix, he decided to go nationwide. That's yeah. what he said. Yep. I think that's why a lot of people do it. Yeah, because it's just too expensive That's why to we did it. That's why we did it. But it's starting to seem to me like we can do like a hybrid, right? Like we can go on appointments here when we get leads here. I mean, we just did a deal here in Utah. I didn't even go. I don't yeah. even think I need, I didn't need to go. I got it done. But maybe if I would have gone, maybe I got a better deal. Who knows? Yeah, or if we got, I mean, that's only like a few leads. We only get like a couple leads a month here. Mm -hmm. So if we got more leads, you know, then you got to weigh like, okay, if I went on more, if I went to see more of the leads, would I close more of those deals? Yeah. Well, um, are we still talking about the cons? Yeah. I mean, we just started talking about cons. So well, we only yeah, named we the one, over. right? Like could be more expensive to get a deal here more expensive okay so that's a possibility but more expensive to get uh you got to drive everywhere driving on appointments takes time could be a waste of time maybe you gotta dress up nice to go on your appointments to look professional you, you know what we dress up in is we we like to be casual so you sh i show up like this to an appointment they're they're probably not going to take me seriously yeah um maybe maybe not but i get what you're saying what is another con to be in your own market? Um, I guess a con is, well, I mean, even if you went I on a vacation. the main con is competition. Competition? And at least for most markets, it's competition. But aren't you getting that same competition when you go nationwide? In big markets, probably. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're in small markets, then you're probably not getting that much competition, but the leads, nobody wants those. Yeah. Trying to think of any other cons. Expensive, more expensive, more competition. That's all I got. But I don't even see the competition as a thing. If you start going to every appointment and you believe you're the greatest. Lock it up. Lock it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I think cons is just, you're just a little limited and geographical area you, right you get less leads every month of course yeah so maybe you cost, feel it's gonna cost more per lead probably well i mean let's look at Jake. maybe not more per deal let's, but more per lead for talk, sure let's talk about our mentor though like the mentor you you were running his numbers he says that 197 dollars cost per lead right in those markets he's targeting on ppc yeah and then it's 97 on facebook so it is more expensive and then when we were doing the Facebook... Yeah, that doesn't mean it costs more to get a deal, right? That means it costs more to get a lead. But if your closing ratio is so much better of, like, the number of leads it takes to get a deal, then that's what really actually matters too, right? Well, that's all that matters. It doesn't like matter. If it, one lead costs you 1000 bucks, but you can close one, one, one lead. lead versus, well, versus closing 90. I think you're right, bro. I think you're right. Like 100%. We just... So anyway, what this conversation is... We've been 
we've been chatting about this all day because we're trying to figure out what we want to do in our business, whether we want to stick to nationwide. I mean, we've only, we haven't marketed here in Utah for a long time. We did a little bit of texting at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but that's... And we got a deal. Yeah. So, so anyway, the purpose of this podcast isn't for us to, you know, talk about what we're going to do. This is mainly the pros and cons, but I guess we're figuring out what we should do as well. I think, again, if you have the money to spend nationwide and you got the infrastructure and the team and you have the acquisitions guys and leads managers and the whole infrastructure to handle all those leads, then yeah, do nationwide. And if you're willing to spend 30 to 50 to 80 to 100,000, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what our mentor told us today is like, hey, if you're gonna do nationwide, like it's not a bad model to do, but you need to have it like completely separate from your local markets model. Yeah. Right, like different salespeople, different dispo people. Like it's almost like it's another business because it's very different. Like it's very different approaches with conversations with sellers, with conversations with buyers. It's just, it's a lot different when you're not there. Yeah. I mean, what, one thing we're going to do immediately to pivot to, to, cause it seems like getting in someone's face, face to face helps you get a deal, like clo- your closing ratio go up. I think what we're going to do is do more zoom calls, like try to see the people f- and see if that changes. Cause we're at one out, one out of 90 right now. Right. So if we can drop that down with some, you know, face to face interaction in the zoom calls, then we'll see if. My hypothesis is correct. Like we just need to yeah. get in people's faces. So we'll try. Yeah, I mean, there's that so out. many variables that go into like why someone will or won't do a deal with you, right? I don't think we have so much a hard time. This is the hard time we have in, in, in acquisitions is getting it the right price because they all they're talking to five other people. They they're going to go with whoever can get them the best deal most of the time. And if they're talking to five people on the phone, maybe maybe they don't really care so much about report. They're just looking. Problem for is, they're probably not talking to five people on the phone. They're probably talking to a couple people on the phone and a couple people in person. Mm-hmm. And and what do you so? And so I think the people in person are going to win those deals because they feel more comfortable. I mean, I have even, lost a couple deals. Even even if sometimes, like Jamie said, even if they pay less, they'll still win deals because they feel like. It's, it's it's a real person. They're comfortable. They have that relationship built. Mm. Yeah, you're right. So, I, mean, I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, I probably lose out on deals all the time. I'm trying to think of any specific. Of course, of course you I lose mean, out on deals. I, I mean, I sit next to you, right? So I listen to a lot of your calls, and there's calls that seem like you, they're going great, right? Like it seems like you're doing really well, and then you just like kind of never hear back from them. I'm sure they went with someone else. You know what I mean? Someone locked them up, like went there and was like, why yeah. are you dealing with someone on the phone? They, they don't know the market. Bump them. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So I think it's pretty easy for us to decide nationwide. I think leads were cheaper nationwide too. Like it's only gone up. And maybe that's just because leads are going up, period. Yeah, maybe competition. Could be a lot of different reasons. Like when when we were doing the nationwide model when we first started using Nick Perry's model, when we like – you know, a year and a half ago, leads were really like 45, 50 bucks a lead. And then they eventually start. Sometimes cheaper. We're, I, there's a time where I swear we're getting them like 30 bucks a lead when we first started. And then we, we you have to tweak them, right? Unless you want a bunch of crap. And, um, you know, once you start tweaking and getting better errors, it's like a hundred bucks a lead. And then it's like, well, shoot, now this is like really expensive. So I don't, we'll talk to Sean Terry again, but I mean, I don't. So we're going to do a hybrid, I think. Yeah, like you're talking. Do some nationwide still, but still do, and then start marketing more here in Utah. And do you think a big... We want to, dom- we want to dominate this market. So let me ask you, so let's talk about another con, is dispoing your deal, right? If uh, you're nationwide, nation- right? Huh? Nationwide. Yeah, nationwide di- dispoing your deal. That's di- that's dis- that's in, in your own market, it's easier. Yeah, way easier. You go to the RIAs, you make relationships, you take it down with a hard money loan because you feel comfortable. You you can keep it if you want, but if you're just talking strictly wholesaling, then you you pretty much know who's actively buying. Yeah, um, I mean, I think the nationwide con is like we don't know if we're the deal bad, not talking to enough buyers, right? And the only way to really find out is talk to like maybe an agent and find out like what they what their opinion is. 
Yeah. Like an, an expert in the area and be like, hey, you guys are way off. Yeah, and that just like goes to show you how much time needs to be put into it, right? Yeah, like, and that's why, like, it, with nationwide, if you get a deal at fifty percent of Zillow or Redfin or whatever, then yeah, it's like you don't have to do any freaking uh, diving into it. You know, you got a deal. It's fifty percent. But the thing is, a lot of these people, I mean, I, I mean, I'm on the phones all day. How many people are okay with fifty percent of Zillow? I don't care how I, I'm good at sales. I don't care how good you are at sales. You're not convincing someone to take 50% of Zillow. They're either okay with it and, you know, but I, I just don't see anyone convincing, like, someone to do that. Yeah, it's a numbers game, finding the right people. So, um, let's recap. Pros of Nationwide, you can work in your PJs. You can, uh, you don't have to dress up. You can work from your anywhere virtually. Um, there's just more. Well, you feel like you feel like there's more. You feel like there's more opportunity. Lower cost per lead. So con is costs. Uh, leads are coming in different areas, so you got to analyze every every new every new one, right? Like a new every every new area. It's almost like you got to you don't. You, it's a new spot. Um, you because you don't know the market, you got to get cheap deals yep. so you can sell them because you need to find deals that like you don't have to find the random buyer that wants it you need a deal that like most people would want I mean talking to our mentor one of our mentors about it I mean he says he even struggles to dispo his stuff in his good markets like that he's a he's a monster at right yeah I think that's because of his location Okay, uh, because where he's getting the leads? Where he does deals. Okay, not like, not necessarily he doesn't have the relationship. Yeah, either. like here we don't struggle at all to dispo a deal. Right, if it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a deal. In other parts of the West Coast, we don't struggle at all, but there's parts of the South that like, just more particular, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that those are the pros, the cons of uh, nationwide is like dispoing. Um, you have to do a lot more calls, a lot more work. So much more work. Uh, get a, you got to get a hold of a ton of people. Um, I think you have to have a bigger team to do uh, nationwide because yeah, you like, got more leads. We do four or five deals a month, and our guys are busy. Busy. All day. Working hard, working their butts off. Um, we got two dispo guys. Recently, two dispo guys. Three acquisition guys. Recently, four. Mm-hmm. And they're all working all day long. That's right. That's right. Okay. So the pros of a uh, what is it? what's the next one? The in your market is you know the market like the back of your hand. You can um, you feel confident. You know the buyers in the area. Dispoing is easier. Here's a KPI we should add: work per deal. Work per deal. Like what do you like? Like how much work it takes to get a deal? Like hours? How much stress? Hours spent, stress spent per deal? Because nationwide's off the charts compared to your local market, right? Yeah. I mean, there's deals here that you go get it locked up. You got it sold by the next like within a minute. Yeah, like you, it's so easy. Yeah, man. Like a couple hours of work. Whereas like some of the nationwide deals, like. You probably don't see bro. it as much, but like Eric spends hours and hours pushing deals through, like with the title companies. Yeah, well, that's why people have transaction coordinators. You know, he does kind of both. But they're not. That's not even. I wasn't even counting like all the work spent calling people and finding new buyers and sending them the deal. Like here, you just send out the deal and you, you get people. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious what we need to do nationwide requires a lot more work and we just need to refine to uh master an area i mean uh, i've talked to a lot of wholesalers that have basically done the nationwide model they got an investor lift and a bunch of other services and they're like forget that you know yeah i mean i think there are still people that are still doing it right like like us you know it works for some i mean i know there's a couple big dogs that are doing it in the and uh yeah i just I, that's why I don't think we should shut it off, but I, I, I think you got to be very particular with the areas. I wonder why, like, so there's a couple of guys, like one guy we know of that does, has his own markets, 
and then also does nationwide. I wonder why he just doesn't go into more markets. That's a good question. He, he's one out of 92, right? Yeah. For leads per deal. said he does one out of thir- 25 to 45 leads as a contract. And he says out of those contracts, he does about 30%, right? So does that make sense? Yeah, so it's roughly one out of 90 Yeah, leads. one out of 90. Could be worse. Could but. be worse. It could be better. But just like us, like it could be worse. It could be better, right? Like if we, I think if we can tr- like fix Dispo, their process. I mean, we're not even doing what Sean Terry teaches like completely, right? He has like a, a, a complete different, not a complete different process, but it seems a little bit more There's narrowed down. A couple down. things we need to add. Yeah, a couple of things we need to add, and then um, I think if we can add some Zoom calls. It will get better. But I don't see nationwide making sense unless you're going to, you find that cheap lead source, like. For example, on the pay-per-click, if you can somehow, you know, master the optimization of your landing page and, like, Google loves you, then, yeah, maybe you can get, like, cheaper than 50 bucks a lead, maybe. But, uh... Bro, we spent $100,000 last year trying to figure out PPC. But we didn't use... We used our own, la- like, that... Our landing page wasn't, like, on unbalanced and it wasn't that tight. Yeah, but we still had, like, a 13 14% conversion, similar to Sean Terry. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was as good as his. Like close well, to as good it was as his. Close. Sometimes it was like seven percent. The different conversion. Yeah, but there at the end we got it up to thirteen, fourteen percent. Well, and I think he was somewhere in that range. What's your thoughts on his model of, um, you know, targeting whole states and getting leads that are like are are pretty much in the middle of nowhere? But well, you know, what's your thoughts on that? You just need to spend a lot to get a lot of them, so you can get the crap out of there and focus on the good ones we'll ask him but i wonder why he just doesn't target specific areas and well, i think we he's already asked him last time and what do he say he's like cost per lead cost per lead goes up cost per lead but i mean doesn't that if his cost per lead goes up but he's scrapping 50 percent, he's technically paying a hundred dollars a lead right if you're scrapping 50 percent, so doesn't that equal out? i mean it might not work out those exact numbers you know what i mean he might not be scrapping 50%. Well, like maybe if he did, let's say he did like specific areas and say he like he got a total of like, I don't know, 30 leads, right? Mm-hmm. But doing the whole state, he gets 100 leads but scraps 50 of them. He's got 50 leads versus 30 leads. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might be something like that. That makes sense. Yeah, because uh, I remember when we were doing – I know he targets California – and I know when we were doing California, we were getting leads in just the crappiest parts of California when we were doing the Nate, the, the whole state, right? And so, yeah. I mean, really, they, they're they not bringing, letting you get a lead in San Francisco unless you're willing to pay what the people are bidding for in San Francisco, you know what I'm saying? Yep, same with LA. And, and all those wonderful, you know, places where if you get a deal, you See, get See, I think the, the other thing, though, is like, if you get leads in those areas, like you can work out like huge spreads, right? And that's what I think is the beneficial part about like even if you only get thirty leads in smaller in like in the good areas, and you pay more per lead, you have bigger spreads. Yeah, yeah, and if you master a market, you know you maximize the dollar you can make on it. Like, let me give you guys an example. We did a deal in Baltimore, Maryland. And we barely could dispo it. Like we couldn't find anyone to buy it. We made twelve thousand dollars on it. And then we found out two separate houses. Two, it was too. two duplexes that were torn up. So we sold it. For, we barely were able to find someone. And he was like a kind of a jerk about it. He was like being like really demanding. Like he didn't even really want the deal. So we gave it. We signed him for twelve thousand dollars for these two duplexes. And then we saw that two days later, like after a month, we went back and looked. The dude had put it on the MLS. Two days later, and he made a hundred like ninety seven thousand dollars just from putting it on the MLS, and we were like, "Come on, like that's so we that's lost a prime out." Prime example. It, it, so we average like twenty k here in Utah per deal. Uh huh. Nationwide, before like our huge deal, that you know I think skews the average cost, average profit per deal or revenue per deal, it was like eleven k. Which is not good at all. No, no, because we spend six k to get a deal. Yeah. So if you spend six or seven k to get a deal here, and 
you make yeah. 20, it's... I'm just going to say over and over again, you spend enough doing the nationwide model, it makes sense. Because you're going to get some whales, you're going to get some things like Sean and Terry That's why Sean Terry focuses on California, because... You, I mean, every mastermind that we go to now, he's like telling us about some fat deal he got in California where he made a couple hundred K. Yeah, and that makes it all worth it, right? I mean, the, you could spend all year if you get one deal, it's worth it. Why aren't we in California, bro? <laughs> we should. We do to Utah and California and fly between there. Um, I'd move to California if the taxes weren't so bad. Yeah, if the state wasn't whack, I'd, I'd move there. It's beautiful in yeah, California. Awesome. So anyway... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what we wanted to chat with you guys about today is just uh, the pros and cons. And, and we wrestle. Have our experience. Yeah, our experience. And we're not here to hold anything back like and, and lie to you guys. Like, it's it's a struggle, like, to, to do both, you know. And I, I think if you got anyone that's telling you that, like, they found the, the holy grail and wholesaling's not hard, I think they're lying. I think it takes a lot of work. My suggestion to anybody starting, do not do nationwide. You'll get crushed. Yeah, like you're not. I mean, you got to learn how to like get deals under contract and how to go sell them. You will struggle immensely nationwide. Nationwide. So, so when if we you're t- newer, when we talk about, you know, when people want to start and they want to get nationwide because it's cheaper to get leads. That's you're saying. Don't do it. I don't think it's worth. It. I think if you want to start wholesaling. Get some leads, go to every appointment, learn how to talk to sellers. The more appointments you go on, the more likely you're going to get a deal. I mean, you can try calling them, but they're going to sense that you're a noob, and it's going to be harder to get a deal over the phone being a noob than if you're in person. Yeah, I'm like a boss. I think I'm great over the phone compared to probably other people. And, like, yeah, I mean, some people just want someone in person. Yeah. And so if you don't do nationwide, do your market, go on appointments, and then if you work out a deal, you know, either try to sell it yourself or reach out to another wholesaler to help you sell it in the market. Let me give you an example. So I'm talking to this guy named Paul in Dallas right now. He's an old man, 69 years old. And I sent him the DocuSign over his email, and he's just hesitant. He's scared to sign that thing. Because he's old, he doesn't know technology. If I were to go meet him in person, it'd be done. But, yeah, I mean, you could have him sign right there. Yeah, so he's just a little concerned. He, and what I'm, hey, hey, Paul, you, you don't trust me? Like, you don't know me? How about a Zoom call? He's like, what? What's a Zoom call? What's Zoom? <laughs> I don't even want to sign this email sign. What, you want me to hit, hit you on a Zoom? So anyway, there, there are issues with that. And, you know, then I got to think, okay, well, who do I know in Dallas that can go meet Paul? Is this worth me spending my time? There's just a lot more things. And... But that is an opportunity that wouldn't exist if I'm just here in Utah. Tell them about the Savannah deal. Oh, gosh, dude. Okay, so check that. This is a great deal. This is a great example of, was it Savannah? Yeah, Savannah, Georgia. This is a great example of the struggles of Nationwide. So Savannah, Georgia, this lady, she owns a house in Savannah, Georgia. Her payments are 500 bucks a month, pretty much, 540 or 520, and it can rent out for 1500 plus, right? That's a hundred, a thousand dollars you can make on on rent. So, and she's willing to let it go. She's like, look, I don't want to make the payments. My husband died. I'm just, I'm just gonna let the bank take it. So no money down. No money down. So I'm like, well, what if I just take over the payments for you? And she's like, sure. I'm like, let me send you a DocuSign. We can get this going. She says, I don't have an email. So let me, let me call your son. He must have an email. I call her son named Rufus. I'm like, hey Rufus, I gotta send you an email. Can you, can you get it done? He's like, what's what? what up dog like I ain't got no email and I'm like you don't have an email and they hung up on me like he, the dude doesn't have an email either like he must have just I don't know what happened he just doesn't have an email and so I'm like okay well she doesn't have an email I'm gonna have to send someone from Savannah to go see her not the biggest deal it's a good deal she's like I don't live in Savannah anymore I live two hours north of Savannah in Aliers or some random town by the way we don't know anybody in Savannah yeah, I don't know anyone's Savannah. So you'd have to find a random person, probably pay him, and then and coordinate then with them. Hopefully, they're not involved in real estate, so they don't try to snake the deal for themselves. So, like, so look at it this way: so she's two hours away. I have to have send someone. I would have to have someone meet her, sign the paperwork, and then stay in contact with her. 
And since it's a seller finance, we're going to have to get in her a third-party consent conform or something like that so we can talk to the, the title company. She's she's in default, I think. She hasn't made some payments. So, like, so we'd have to catch him up. Catch him up. Her husband died, so he's technically was on title. And so there so may be probate issues. Probate issues. So just a lot of stuff that if I was able to go down, I'd get her to sign. I'd know where she is. I could go talk to her when I need to. could work out with an attorney here on fixing probate issues. Yeah, it's just tough because she's away. So I think, like, the key is, like, that's a deal, right? It's a deal. Where we would make good money on it. But it's like, okay, you could spend all your time doing that and potentially not even figure it out, right? Right. Or you could spend, and this is why I think, like, going, staying in your market versus going nationwide is is a good idea. You could spend all your time doing that and have it not work out. It's really hard to coordinate everything. Or you could use your time more wisely and probably do two or three deals in the amount of time you put into that deal. Let me give you in a local let area. Let me give you two other things. But is that is that I agree. Yeah. yeah. Now let me give you two other things. Like if you are under know your market a hundred percent, you might even be able to utilize the MLS. Like there are deals we've actually gotten a deal from the MLS before. Yeah. On, and like if you if you and know we've your area, out on a couple that we should have had. Yeah, like we know the area, so you can you, you can, can make relationships with realtors. Can make to get deals. Yeah, exactly. And um, another thing with nation uh, being in your market is um, you know network. You can you really build your brand. Like you know yeah. work with attorneys maybe like become be, like, known. Become known. Go to our rias. Another thing with nationwide. So we have. A deal that we got in under contract in March and got it assigned within a couple of days. Uh, yeah. In Del Rio, Texas. But whether we lived in Del Rio or not, like that's the. But I think the point is like we haven't had a title company that's been able to push it through. Yeah, but. We've th- had to switch title companies. And I think it's just a big thing not knowing like the title person that we deal with here would have pushed it through, would have made so? it happen. I guarantee it. I and think, I think it's a relationship thing. That they'll actually Part work it, hard yeah, for Yeah, they'll you. work hard on it. Mm-hmm. Like, So the title company there, I'm sure they have plenty of stuff to work on. Mm-hmm. But like, why do they want to work on ones with all these title issues? They don't. No, they don't. And now we're going to lose the deal. Probably got you know squatters living in there now because Del Rio's been invaded. Been invaded by those... Uh... I think, yeah, I don't know who... Who knows who's going over there, but yeah. Anyway, there was one other thing that like is is happening right now. That an example of like why nationwide is hard right now. Like, um, is the Savannah deals one of them? Um, title issues. I can't think of anything. I'll think of it if you know maybe. Anyway, it had to do with another deal. Yeah, it had to do with another another example of why it's uh you know difficult, but. That's I can't think of it right now. So. Is it one of the current deals we have? Yeah. Um, well, we have that other one in, it's in Fort Worth or Dallas, right? Oh, that one, that, that's a different example of how, you know, Nationwide is cool. The guy trusts me, and I followed up with him, and it, we're, we're, go, we're cool. It was a seller finance deal that, you know, we're doing. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, it works out. You're, you're, uh, hey, we're not here to say, like, you don't get deals. We got deals. We're getting deals. But uh, I think to start, though. No, dude, if you're going to start, do not do Nationwide because you, you won't you won't really know what to do. You won't know how to dispo it. Um, yeah. I mean, I think scaling market by market is the best way because then you have systems in place. like, And maybe, it, I don't know, like, the system to – get boots on the ground in a random place that you've never had a deal like is there a system for that i don't i mean maybe there is yeah you'd probably just reach right. out to face someone in the facebook group and get tight with them in like a local facebook group or yeah, and network hope that they don't steal your deal yeah because you don't know them but if you got boots on the ground yeah it's not that's not the hardest thing i mean, nah, I mean we, it's we, just it's just like a lot of extra work right yeah. to maybe not even have it work out I think that's the, yeah. one of the main issues. That's true. Is like you do all this work and then, I mean, we could sell one out of eight. Chances are we won't sell it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's we, we pretty much beat the dead horse, right? Nationwide is cool. 
it's it sounds cooler than it really is to be real yeah let's just shoot you straight it sounds cool i remember thinking when we first started like yeah we've done deals in new jersey texas, texas oh. I mean, california you name them we've done, them we've done them everywhere we've done them in yeah probably and again 20 states it makes sense if you get enough but the problem is when you start looking at how much it costs you it's yeah, i mean as we've analyzed this all day in the last couple of weeks that we've thought about it just seems like a no-brainer to like if you want to if you want to really scale and grow like scale a market grow in that market then attack the next market and expand that and way. i talked to a lot of well maybe we should reach out to the people that are nick perry's uh you know nick mastermind see how they're doing and we're about to go to sean terry's mastermind we'll see how many people in there are actually doing nationwide effectively i'd say we're one of the top ones that are doing it last time i feel like no one was even trying nationwide hardly well they they do his ppc model in his and by the way he doesn't really teach you to do nationwide he just says do his pay-per-click model right for the whole that's state. really what it's about because technically he's not in every state no he's not in every state which i still even think if you even ta target multiple states like maybe that's a good idea but I mean, if you can, if you know those areas, maybe that's honestly even a better route. Start with like three states. Start with two states. Or start with one. Or start with one. Yeah. I mean, there's there should be enough deals in there. I think the reason why they he, you go to multiple states, I mean, we used to do PPC and we would just target Utah, uh, Georgia, Texas, Florida, and California. But still, like, unless you got the money, you're what are you going to, it's still a hundred bucks a lead. Yeah, I mean, you still need a lot of leads per deal. Probably yeah. less than 90, but... So anyway, um, that's it. I mean, that's... I that's yeah. yeah. So so if you're considering doing nationwide um, and you need... Then do it. Then go ahead. And if you need help discipline your deal, we've, we've done enough that we know how to sell our deals. And... Uh, that's a deal. We can sell it. We'll sell it. Yeah, that's not a problem. Um, again, the, the issue was getting enough um getting enough leads and opportunities to get a deal so yeah thanks for tuning in guys well yeah, uh, hopefully we didn't bore we'll you to, to we'll death try to but keep, uh, uh keep these topics interesting yeah and uh, pertinent to wholesaling and real estate yeah we want the reason for this is this is something that it, we're facing right and I, i'm sure you guys want yeah, I think a lot of people like probably struggle to get leads in their market and are considering it but you know my advice is Keep fighting, keep working at your market, keep making connections, keep networking, keep, you know, marketing and trying to get deals and you'll you'll make it happen. And then if you want to go nationwide, after you understand the wholesaling business model, then, you know, you can do it. But Right. To start out, it's, it, you're going to struggle a little bit. But, yeah. Well, guys, um, thanks for tuning in. Like he said, check out InvestorThrive.com. We'll teach you how to analyze deals nationwide. That's your model. Um, and uh, you J Dispo. Dispo, JV. I mean, we'll teach you the whole thing. And, um, yeah, pretty much, that's pretty much it. See you guys. Later, guys.